So, hang on a second. Who's that over there? Is that the listeners? <laughs> <laughs> All of them. <laughs> oh, fancy seeing you here again. <laughs> you know, uh, it's very pleasant to see you. You know, uh, you like to see people. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, nice to see you. This is uh, a podcast, the name of which is uh, Politics. Actually. Although, <laughs> I call it Politics. And, uh title of this episode is uh, Murder Mystery 2 Murder Mystery 2 you know we've only done sequels yeah. I, I think you said this la- either last week or the Shazam week but uh, yeah we've only done sequels yeah I can't wait to do an original movie yeah but uh, yeah uh, my name is Presh and I am Ty and uh, yeah we can uh, do you want to just get straight into the news do you have any yeah I don't think we have anything else at the moment all right all right, all right do you have any cleaner oh, oh last week yes sorry I should, <laughs> yeah i should just gone to the dock yeah all right so unfortunately now in analysis we don't realize that john wick 4 has a post-credit scene oh damn yeah damn. <laughs> because okay. none of them have post-credit scenes right so obviously i don't like wait around it's yeah. uh only I, I heard somebody discussing it this week and I was like, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's not anything of consequence. It's uh, Akira, who was the concierge at the Osaka Hotel. And, yeah. uh, she was okay. the daughter of Koji. Uh, she was attacking Kane. Oh, okay. Remember, remember Kane? Yeah. Kane killed her father. <laughs> the whole so, revenge thing. Yes. So I, I haven't seen it, so I'm just basing it off, you know, yeah. s- stuff that I've read. So it just, it seems like as she was attacking him, it like cuts out. All right. Okay. And he's going to go visit his daughter. Oh. So yeah, right. that's about it. All right. <laughs> I cool. Don't know. Um, so yeah, uh, the other thing is we didn't we didn't talk about the fact that there's been two John Wick spinoffs announced. Oh yeah. Right? One is about uh, a young Winston. Okay. And how he came to be in charge of the New York Continental, and uh, the assumption is that we're going to see like a young a young John and like a, a young Sharon. Yeah. And uh, you know yeah. <laughs> how how uh, Winston came to be in charge, obviously. Yeah, That's and then really cool. the second one is um, it's a movie. I think it's called Ballerina. Okay. Right, and it's going to be starring Anna De Armas as a ballerina. As a ballerina. <laughs> yes, uh, we saw in John Wick three they have like uh, the Ruska Roma gang. Yeah. The director, she is like in charge of this ballet. Yes, it's kind of situation, and yeah, they they have a bunch of ballerinas and like, uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> dancers that uh, in her like, I don't know what to call that place, like academy, academy. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> academy, yeah. right? So this is gonna take place between John Wick three and four. All right. Uh, okay. So again, another possibility for Keanu Reeves to return. Well, well yeah. we don't know if Keanu Reeves will be in the the Winston spinoff. We just said a younger version, so he could be like a kid in that. Yeah. So. Probably not Keanu Reeves. Well, <laughs> Keanu Reeves with like a baby face <laughs> CGI'd on top. But uh, yeah. Um, well, in I think it's in the third one that Winston says he's been in charge of the Continental for like 40 years. Yeah. Or he's, he said, yeah, 40 years. Yeah. So mm. it's it's unlikely that we see a young John Wick, but it is possible. Well, he looks like he's like in his early 50s. I don't know. I I would say to do all the stuff that he does, he's like early forties. Uh, all right, sure, but uh, real life Keanu Reeves is, I think, nearly like sixty, maybe. Yeah, probably. But that's what I'm saying. You can't be much older than. I mean, you can't be much younger than. Yeah. Early fifties. 
late, yeah. late 40s. Yeah. But yeah, the point yeah. being, he would have been alive when Winston took charge yeah. at the Continental. That's, my, that's <laughs> the point I'm making here, right? Maybe Winston gave him a, his start as mm. an assassin. Sure. Well, I, I think the implication is that Winston was also part of the Roscaroma gang. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but yeah, um, I did. I know these are the only two announced ones, but I, I'd love for like a bunch of different spin-offs because like almost yeah. everyone in this world is very interesting. Yeah, and you'd like to find out more about them. Kane, he's a worthy like uh, yeah new protagonist for the job. Well, and Akira, you know, whichever way that goes, maybe they team up and he teaches her how to yeah. become a better assassin. And uh, you know, there's a lot of ways. Uh, I feel like that would be like main John Wick movie worthy, like Akira and Kane. But then I think they should also have like a Kane and Koji origin story. Yeah, but like I said, it's this world is so vast; they could really yeah. tap into any part of it they want. Yeah. It's just the only difference now is the director Chad Stahelski. We yeah. spoke about him last week. He he doesn't want to do another John Wick, okay. which is why he was killed. Yeah. Oh, spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm imagining, I'm imagining they watched John Wick 4, you know, this is the, the yeah. episode after, but yeah, okay. he, well, and we're not even sure if he's dead, right? Yeah. The implication, well, it's possible for him to both be dead and alive, right? Yes. <laughs> but, but, Schrodinger's is John Wick. Yeah, Schrodinger's John Wick, right? But I really like if he was dead, but I like that they also kept the door open. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and do you have any clean-up <laughs> from last uh, week that you want to talk about? No, I think we've cleaned mm-hmm. up everything that needs right. to be cleaned So, yeah, usually, like, I listen to the podcast again. Yeah. This week, I've been very busy, so I don't have a chance to, you know, right. like, replay it so I could, like, list down, okay, this, yeah. uh, we need to fact-check this or this, or so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's only these two things, which I, I actually knew at the time, I just forgot to <laughs> <laughs> mention them. Um, right, so anyway... Uh, can we get onto news? Yeah, of course. Do you do you want to start with news or can I? Uh... I mean, I can do some news. I have a little bit of news. Sorry. Um, most importantly, for our South African listeners, the SANBS really needs blood right now because they are running short after a very chaotic Easter weekend. Oh. Yeah, it's just you know if if you are able to go donate blood. Oh, this is not really news. That's uh well, it's a PSA. Yeah, the news is that. All right, sure, 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 sure. Yeah, and then also, um, I want to say it was on Saturday morning, mm. so the eighth, um, a building in Marseille exploded. Oh Jesus! Yeah. I don't know about this. Yeah, uh, they they don't know the cause at the moment, but uh, the building exploded and it took down uh, another apartment building next to it. Jesus Christ. Yeah, uh, so it's some very dark news this mm, week. Yes, uh, hopefully, you know, those people... Yeah. No, you know, the people that were hurt aren't hurt too bad. And, yeah. Uh, you know, Definitely. there's as many, as little casualties as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Any next new story? Um, there's also a bit about SABC, but uh, I don't know if that's all that important. Well, you can say. Uh, it's just that Ramaphosa uh, has been deemed to have acted unlawfully in appointing the SABC's board. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Alright, well... Yeah. <laughs> that kind of leads into my first story. Oh, lovely. Right? Okay. So, um, you know, last week... Well, the, the past couple of weeks we've been talking about the Trump indictment. Yes, we have. And this week I actually read slightly more in detail into it. Right. And into the charges and... Uh, 
I don't think he's going to jail. Oh no! <laughs> like, okay. The one the like there's a bunch of different charges, but the one that they like going after him. We we spoke about this, right? It's yeah. the payment, the hush payment to the prostitute, Stormy Daniels. Yes. So I don't think he's gonna. It's not that big of a deal. I really yeah. think that he's just gonna get away with it, right? Okay. It brings to mind this uh, this tweet. Okay. From a guy, his name is Jesse Farrar. Okay. He's the host of. Uh, podcast called your kickstarter sucks okay which again we should bleep that out yeah, <laughs> no, should, should, should. no free promo that's no, getting bleeped <laughs> no free promo yeah but it, no but actually i've listened to it i don't really like it that much i haven't listened to it so yeah i mean i guess you should listen to it for yourself so you can decide but yeah. uh, anyway <laughs> his his twitter is at bronze hammer all right right and okay. in like maybe 2017 yeah. he tweeted this me I'd like to see old Donnie Trump wriggle his way out of this one. All right. Trump easily wriggles out of trouble. <laughs> Me. Ah, well, nevertheless. <laughs> Because right, he's always like, "Oh, we got him this time. We got him this time, yeah. gang. He's <laughs> he's finished." <laughs> And then, yeah, it's it's things just don't stick to him. The Teflon Don. Yeah. And he was the president of America. That he was. Similarly, our president easily wriggles out of lots yeah. of corruption scandals. Uh, yeah. So in the last year, we found out that uh, uh, millions of rands on his farm yeah. just went missing. Yeah. And he never reported it. Yeah. He never. <laughs> <laughs> he never like said anything. So the assumption is that that was like. Uh, corruption money yeah corrupt money <laughs> so <laughs> the fact that it got stolen was like he can't tell anyone about yeah. it so again uh, uh like i said uh, the bourgeois they very rarely uh, face any consequences for their actions yeah. it's only uh really when like they fuck off other i mean, they piss <laughs> they, they piss off other members of the bourgeoisie then yeah. that's only that's one of the only times when Uh, a bourgeois member of society faces any repercussions. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, the next news story is quite personal. All right. Okay. It's, uh, very close to home. Okay. Uh, so it's Easter weekend. Yeah. And that is. Uh, we went to the park on on Friday. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and um, we went with my friend. Okay. Who was doing shrooms, not me. Yes. <laughs> my friend. Yeah, your friend. Right. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I don't like it. I'm good. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I don't like parks. Oh. Right. Okay. Well, I don't know about this this particular park, right? What's okay. it called? Um the Botanical Gardens. Yeah. In the Emerentia Oh, Emerentia Dam. Emerentia Dam yeah. Botanical Gardens. Right. Well, I think Emerentia Dam is part of the Jobo Botanical. All right. Well, okay. Well, yes. Whatever, dude. And okay. yeah, uh, the point being like I understand this is this, this is something called the public good. Okay. Yes. It's then there needs to be like uh, you know public spaces where people can, you know, just take their kids, have a fun time. Yeah. Walk around there's like people selling ice cream. Yeah. You know, you walk around that shit. But I hate that shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, I would have because I didn't know about this. I would have said, you know, why didn't anyone tell me about this? But even if somebody told me about this, I would never go back <laughs> to this place. So yeah, I'm wondering uh Should uh, Good Friday be re- renamed Not So Good Friday? Oh, mm. hot take! I don't know. To... I don't know. That's Listeners, write in. <laughs> <laughs> Me not enjoying the park is that good? En- is that enough to <laughs> to change a long-standing holiday? You know, I think so. But <laughs> you know, uh, let's see who agrees. Yeah. But anyway, uh, how was your time at the park? 
Yeah, it was good. I quite enjoyed it. Yes, because you're an outdoorsy guy. <laughs> I, I'm an indoorsy guy. I love the indoors, <laughs> the great indoors. Uh, but anyway, yes. uh, <laughs> yeah, I just, uh, <laughs> I was just walking around and looking at the trees and shit. Anyway, um, okay, I haven't written this down, but I just uh, remembered this. So there's been a number of trailers this week. Okay. For Marvel stuff. Okay. Oh, actually, not just Marvel. Uh, for like DC stuff as well. I'm and, trying to think. And does leave Sony stuff? Well, just the one <laughs> big Sony thing. The uh, oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So the first one. Okay, so again, I haven't written this down, so I'm just going by memory. All right. Right. So there's a Secret Wars trailer that came out this week. Okay. Do you know what that is? No. Nope. Uh. So <laughs> there's an alien species called the Skrull. All oh, right. Okay. Yes. We saw them in Captain Marvel. Yeah. But the Skrulls are constantly at war with the Kree. Yes. The blue people we saw in the Guardians movies. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and and we saw them in Captain Marvel too. Yeah. But uh, not Captain Marvel two. I mean Captain Marvel as well. <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah. Uh, so the Kree and the Skrull are forever at war. Yes. They're two warring species, and the the Skrull their power is that they can shapeshift. Yes, we see it with Nick Fury. Yes. So there's the the. Did I say Secret War? Yes. I meant Secret Invasion. Ah, nice. <laughs> it's the Secret Invasion oh, TV show. Yes, right? okay, Secret Invasion. The, the Skrulls are... There's a comic arc in... There's an arc in the comic books. <laughs> yes. The okay. Skrulls, they... Um, a lot of, like, high-profile heroes turned out to be Skrulls. Okay. And they were, like, placed there in, like, sleeper positions. They abducted the actual ah. hero and placed the, the Skrull there. Okay. And, like, they... I don't know how they did this precisely, but they're, like... Uh, messed with their mind so they don't even remember that they're Skrull whoa they they just think that they're Captain America or whoever they replaced right that's yeah okay. up until they activated and when uh, you know like one of the other Skrulls like says a a phrase to them or something to activate them that's when they yeah remember that they're Skrull yeah so <laughs> like there's people who don't even know that they're Skrulls walking around damn so yeah this week online has just been uh, speculation on who who could have been a Skrull Right, okay. Right. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people are hoping, you know, like Black Widow, mm. she was a scroll so that when, you know, when she died in... Uh, Endgame or no, Infinity War. I think she died in Infinity War. It might have... Doesn't matter, doesn't matter. Yeah, they were still fighting. So it was Infinity War. Yeah, the point being the... That could have just been a scroll Yeah. <laughs> and the real Black Widow is out there somewhere. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh... So, I usually don't watch trailers, but I happen to watch these right. uh, trailers, and uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't really, I don't really want to chat about them, because partly I can't really remember them <laughs> in, in nice. detail, but uh, yeah, just, uh, I wanted to bring them up. So, the, the first one was Secret War, uh, Secret Invasion, I, yes. keep, I keep trying to say Secret Wars, <laughs> but yeah, the, the other one was, there's a new Spider-Verse trailer. Yes. Which I think that's what you were referring to yes. now with the... Uh, the Sony. The Sony. Yes. yes. It's called Enter the Spider-Verse, I think. Across the Spider-Verse. Across the Spider-Verse. Close enough. Yeah. And it seems there's like a intergalactic... Or not... In, inter- Interdimensional. It? Interdimensional team of... Uh, um, spider people. Spider people. Yeah. <laughs> which... <laughs> there is a... There is a arc in the comics, right? Yeah. Where they have to like band together because there's this... It's kind of weird. There's this like interdimensional group of vampires okay. that like feed on uh, totems. Huh. So, 
Spider-Man is the spider totem for his world. Ah, right. Okay. So it like corresponds with an animal. Yeah. So these vampires they go from world to world eating the the totems. Right. And okay. I think they're just mainly spider totems, but uh, <laughs> regardless, it's just like uh, a bunch of Spider-Man band together to fight these uh, uh, the, the vampires, the vampires. Okay. who are eating the Spider-Man. Um, okay. Yeah. Yes. Do you have any thoughts? Um. About across the spider verse. Yeah, I assume you watched it. No, well, I watched the trailer. Yeah. And. Yeah, I I think it's gonna be a good movie. I'm mm. hoping it's a good movie because mm. it looks like a lot of fun. Yes, it's uh, what's his name? Oscar Isaac is the like seems to be the new head spider. Yeah. Of the organization. Yeah. And uh, we saw him in the post credit scenes of. Uh, into the spider. Into the spider verse where they they did the three Spider Men pointing yeah. at each other. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> Any other thoughts? Oh, did did you did you see the Secret Invasion? No. No. Okay. Fine. Well, we'll just move on. Yeah. Uh, and we're done with Spider Man. Yeah. So the third uh, trailer that came out last week was Blue Beetle. Oh yeah, I saw that. As you well. know who Blue Beetle is? Um, I know like a vague idea of what Blue Beetle is. But uh, I don't know like the lore behind him. So he's kind of like another Batman knockoff. Oh, nice. But, <laughs> but he wasn't... He was a part of Charlton Comics. Okay. So you remember, like, we were speaking about uh, Captain Marvel... Or the... The DC Captain Marvel. Shazam. Right? Yeah. He used to be... He was created by Fawcett Comics. Yes. DC bought them out. Oh, well... You, just go back to that episode. Yes. We go through the history of it, right? But yeah. DC basically bought that character. Yes. Similarly, uh, they bought a bunch of Charlton characters. Right, okay. Right, and then... Um, so Blue Beetle was one of them and yeah. you know for Watchmen yeah Alan Moore wanted to use like a bunch of these old Charlton characters yeah so for one the comedian was based on a character called uh, Peacemaker okay who recently had a TV show starring John Cena yeah right yes. comedian was based on Peacemaker and Night Owl yeah was based on uh, Blue Beetle oh right okay right okay because yeah. again he's a lot like Batman yeah <laughs> but yeah Alan Moore was using Blue Beetle as the the source for Night, yeah. Night Owl and Watchmen. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. Um, there's various versions of him. Okay. So I think the first one was a guy named like Dan Stevens. Okay. Then the second one was a guy named Ted Cord. Okay. He was the mainline, you know, Blue Beetle for many years. Yeah. He had a friendship with the. Uh, fuck. What's his name? Booster Gold. Okay. Do you know who that is? Nope. <laughs> <All right>. yeah. <laughs> He's like a. Do you know, like, uh, Inspector Gadget? Right. He's yes. a bumbling idiot. <laughs> and he has, like, this small little robot that follows him around and, like, saves him. Okay. So yeah. Similarly, Booster Gold, he's, like, from the future. Yeah. So okay. he has this alien, uh, he has this little computer alien that follows him around and gets him out of trouble. <laughs> but he's, like, a, yeah, like an Inspector Gadget. But So he was, like, a janitor in, like, a superhero museum. Yeah. So he knows, like, how certain things are going to go. So yeah. he, he went back to the past. Right. And now he has this robot that follows him and he just asks the robot, like, hey, what happens here? <laughs> so he knows, like, what's going to happen. That's how he... But yeah, Booster right. Gold and, <laughs> and the Ted Cord Blue Beetle were good friends. Okay. So now the the modern incarnation is a guy named Jaime Reyes. Yes. It's spelled like Jamie, but yes. uh, it's pronounced Jaime. Yes. Right? He was in... Uh, what's the TV show? Like, Young Justice. Yes. He. That's how I was introduced to that Blue Beetle. Right, but yeah. yes, so this movie is a live-action version of the 
Jaime Reyes Blue Beetle. Yes. So, yeah, excited for that. He's, he's more like high tech. He's more like Iron Man. Yeah. This Blue Beetle, the Jaime Reyes one, whereas Ted Cord and the the first one were again Batman. Yeah. Type. Yeah. It it the trailer reminds me of, you know, when, uh, the Tom Holland Peter Parker gets the yeah like the, the, the legs. Spider. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It reminds me a lot of that. Wow. I don't like that guy. Why? Tom Holland. Yeah. What? What's wrong with it? He's the worst Spider-Man. Okay. He's not my favorite. So. He's not my favorite guy. If I'm always complaining. So. Yeah, that is true. You uh, are always complaining about it. <sighs> but anyway. Uh, All right. So we were what's done. next on the news. All right. So it's more more uh, like announcements. Yeah. So there was okay. something called Star Wars Celebration. Yes. It's where they announced all their projects for like. you know upcoming future and stuff so uh, the last Star Wars movie I'm pretty sure we got was 2019's uh, Rise of Skywalker okay right so (laughs) we've only been getting news about TV shows and such from then on so uh, this entire section of news because like there's nothing else this (laughs) (laughs) from now until the end of the news section this is a subsection of Star Wars (laughs) announcements that came out from Celebration uh, last week right, right. Okay. and it's not everything it's just uh, the the things that I found to be interesting okay so if you are you know you want a more in detail breakdown of everything you can you know just go google it yeah this this is just what I find interesting right alright so number one the Star Wars Celebration 2023 Lucasfilm Studio Showcase culminated its Star Wars reveal reveals with the exciting news that Charmin Obeyed Chinoy will be directing a new movie set 15 years after the events of the sequel trilogy. Additionally, Daisy Ridley is set to reprise her role as Rey Skywalker as she attempts to revive the Jedi Order, kickstarting a brand new era for the galaxy far, far away. This could mean other Resistance heroes such as Jordan Boyega's Finn and Oscar's, Oscar Isaac's Poe Dameron returning to Star Wars as well. That's exciting. So yeah, a Ray Skywalker movie, which uh, this is kind of what people wanted in the nineties. Yeah, you know, to see like what Luke did yeah. <laughs> after uh, Return of the Jedi. Yeah, and his attempts to create a new school. Yeah, and the fact that it's set fifteen years after, so that's a I long guess twenty thirty four in real time. Yeah, <laughs> that that's the uh, comparison, right? Yeah. Yeah, because um, yeah. I think she was a, l- a lot older than what she was playing. Okay. I think she's like 30, but she was playing, Ray was like 20. Yeah. So there already is like a, you it's, know, a, uh, a it's 10 not year. That yeah. Far. yeah. Well, I, I'm not precisely sure on the age, so just uh, don't, <laughs> <laughs> don't quote me on that. But uh, the point being, she's she's older than the character she was playing. So it's not as big a deal that it's a time skip. Yeah. Right. Um. Yeah, I'm kind of excited for this. Is this uh, is this just a once-off movie, or is it like a trilogy? Uh, Do we know yet? No, uh, right. I mean uh, we don't know. Not know that it's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't know. Right. Uh, as far as we know, it's just one movie. Okay. But it could easily become a trilogy. Yeah, because I feel like it will, judging by the previous Star Wars movies that have come before it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> well. Only the mainline ones, uh, like Rogue One, Solo, they didn't get sequels. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, but yeah. Uh, so, excited for that, although uh, Rise of Skywalker did leave a very nasty taste in my mouth. Uh, mm. You know, I'm still open to yeah to being uh, proven wrong. 
In a huge Star Wars celebration 2023 surprise, James Mangold is set to direct Dawn of the Jedi. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) Set thousands of years before the prequel trilogy and even the old Republic era, Dawn of the Jedi is is described as being a biblical epic that will reveal the origins of the very first Jedi Knights and presumably how they learned to use the Force as the galaxy's guardians of peace and justice. This will follow Mangold's current Lucasfilm project, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, which released its final trailer and arrives in theatres on June 30th. That's going to be exciting. So, this, out of all the things listed here, that's probably my most anticipated one. Alright. Do you know who James Mangold is? Nope. Excellent director. Okay. He's the guy who made Logan. Oh. Oh, okay. Potentially the greatest comic book movie ever made. Yeah. Right? Uh, I I don't think so. But, uh, you know, it's up there. Yeah. <laughs> the point being, I'm a, I'm a really big fan of James Mangold. All right. He's also done a lot of, like, very... Uh, we can actually just go look at his uh, filmography. Because, yeah, I, the only things that are coming to mind are <laughs> Logan, ten, uh, 310 to Yuma, and uh, the other Wolverine movie. Yeah. So, yeah, but I'm pretty sure he has, yeah, Ford oh, vs. Ferrari. Also, a yes, crazy another great good one, movie. Yeah. yeah. Girl Interrupted. Okay, you don't know about that, but. No. <laughs> yeah, very well. I'm a car guy, of course I watched Ford vs. Ferrari. <sighs> okay, so, 1995, Heavy. 1997, Copland. 99, Girl Interrupted. 2001, Kate and Leopold. 2003, Identity. 2005, Walk the Line. 2007, 310 to Yuma, 2010 Night and Day, 2013 The Wolverine, 2017 Logan, 2019 Ford vs Ferrari, and 2023 Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, which we will be covering at some point. Yeah. But yes, I'm a very big fan of James Mangold, so, you know, I, I, I really, uh, you know, you know what we are talking about, who, who quote unquote, who wants this, you know, when, when yeah. people are talking about yeah. stuff like that, it's like... This, <laughs> uh, I I don't want a show about the origins of the very first Jedi, but okay. seeing the talent behind it, that's what made me excited for it. Yeah, right. Uh, your thoughts? I. It's it's either gonna be amazing or a complete flop, hmm. judging by <laughs> how it's how it's described, hmm. right? So, like the biblical epic bit hmm. makes me think that it's either gonna be like three or four hours long and it's just gonna be ridiculous like almost avatar level scenery and you know just lovely or they're gonna cheap out on cgi (laughs) and they use like sticks as lightsabers yeah well we'll see how that goes yeah but again by what i'm most excited for right yeah okay Number three, Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy spoke about the much-anticipated future of Star Wars movies. Okay. The most recent being 2019's The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, I was right. <laughs> Firstly, nice. it was revealed that Dave Filoni will be directing a new Star Wars film that will culminate the collection of shows set in the same New Republic era that began with The Mandalorian, including Ahsoka, including Ahsoka and The Book of Boba Fett. As such, the movie will likely depict a final reckoning with Grand Admiral Thrawn as he seeks to rebirth the Empire following the events of the original trilogy and Palpatine's initial demise. Exciting. So, do you know who Dave Filoni is? No. 
Well, a director of some description. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the idea was after the prequels ended for Star Wars to move to TV. Yes. And one of those first okay. TV forays was the Clone Wars TV show. Right, yes. So, there's both a the Clone Wars TV show and a Clone Wars TV show. Oh, that's not confusing. <laughs> <laughs> so, one is non-canon. It was created by a guy named Gendy Tarkovsky. Okay. He's the guy who did Samurai Jack. Right. So yeah, the okay. the like animation style is very similar to Samurai Jack. Right. Uh but yeah, those came out in like 2 to 5 seg- minute segments that like uh Okay, it and, is like shorts. Yes, and then it was like patched together uh, and released as like a 1 hour and a half. Okay. Oh, actually I don't know how long it is, but you can find it on YouTube okay. <laughs> if you search for it, right? Cool. But then we have The Clone Wars, which is canon. Yes. Which was created by George Lucas and Dave Filoni. Right, okay. Dave Filoni is George Lucas's handpicked successor. Wow. His Padawan, if you will. Wow, right? okay. He's the one who created... Uh, well, he was the the driving force behind Clone Wars. Okay. Um, the Clone Wars. Yeah, the one that's canon. Yeah, yes. <laughs> right. Uh, he's... Uh, I can't remember. He's... I think he's the... <laughs> let's just Google this photography. Because <laughs> I don't want to mess it up. But yeah, he's... Uh, he... Uh, Oh, the Bad Batch. That's what I was thinking of. Ah, yes. So, a lot of, like, the... So, he's, like, the writer. Okay. In the same way that, like, uh, Kevin Feige is the, like, executive producer for Marvel. Right. Similarly, he's the sort of... Uh, that that thing for Star Wars. Oh, wow. He worked on Avatar The Last Airbender as well. Yeah. So, let's see. He was in the art department for The Force Awakens. Okay. Rogue One, he was... <laughs> it was just a voice... Yeah. Mandalorian. So he's a director, writer, executive producer on The Mandalorian. Yeah. Similarly, director, writer, executive producer on Book of Boba Fett. Yes. Uh, and he's going to be doing the Ahsoka show. Yes. Right. Yeah. Uh, where's the other? Oh, so those. Yes, yeah. Just, no, no. So those, those were sorry. those were just live action. Yes. Right. So he has he has a lot more. So he did Tales of the Jedi. Yeah. Bad Batch. Uh, Star Wars Resistance. Okay, I haven't watched that. Yeah. Okay, but he was... Yes, he was in charge of... Clone Wars and Rebels. Those were his two... The uh, Clone Wars. Yes, the Clone Wars (laughs) and Rebels. The two animated shows. So when Disney bought Lucasfilm... Yeah. And they said, like, all the novels are non-canon. All the, like... Uh, Sorry. Yeah, I was looking at American Dragon and Avatar. Oh, <laughs> those were like my childhood. Mm. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, but and he learned stitch. Yes. Okay. So, so this guy, he's you know, he's he's, there. he's a big deal, yeah. <laughs> right? Right. Uh, but yeah, I I really love Dave Filoni. Yeah. Uh, I'm also very excited for this. Uh, we'll actually go through you know the the other names mentioned there as we go on, right? Yeah. But. In the Clone Wars, he uh, creates a character called Ahsoka. Yes. And I was a kid when this came out, and I really enjoyed it, and I liked Ahsoka, but apparently uh, everyone hated Ahsoka. (laughs) 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 Right. But uh, over time, she became like... Because she was like a teen uh, initially in the first couple of seasons, and then she grew up. So as she became more mature, people, you know, warmed up to her. Yeah. Right? Because, yeah... Uh, but again, I never had that <laughs> that <laughs> period. But yeah, so um, in the last season, or 
not in the current season, the previous season, season two of uh, The Mandalorian. Right. We saw Rosario Dawson show up as a live-action Ahsoka Tano. Oh. As an older version of her. Right, okay. Right, and now they're making a TV show starring her. Yeah. And it's going to be created by Dave Filoni. Ah, okay. That Uh, seems exciting, actually. Yes, and then... So all the plot lines that were starting in The Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett, and Ahsoka will be leading up to this movie that he's... That's really cool. ...directing. Yeah, okay. Right, so, again, very excited. Right. So... Um, this uh, there was an Ahsoka trailer released at Star Wars Celebration Okay, that was I think probably the biggest story that a lot of people were yeah. talking about although like I said mine was the James Mangold thing yeah but uh, yeah <laughs> so the cast of Ahsoka joined Dave Filoni to debut an incredibly exciting first poster and trailer for Ahsoka teasing the Star Wars return of Thrawn as heir to the Empire Ooh. the Ahsoka footage also reveals new foes wielding red lightsabers played by Ray Stevenson and Ivana Sapno but we don't know what they well, in movie names are. Yeah, first of all, I thought there was more like orange instead of red. Mm. But uh, <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, so Thrawn is a character from the comics. I mean, they're not comics. The the books. Yes. In a book called Air to the Empire, yeah. which mm. they <laughs> right. He's like a he's he's a blue guy. Yes. He's a blue guy with red eyes. Yeah. And he showed up in. Uh, in Rebels. Yeah. And at the end of Rebels, the, the hero of the show, Ezra Bridger, okay. and yeah. him get like, they they get teleported far away. We don't know what happens to them. Right. So, when Ahsoka turns up in Man- in The Mandalorian, she's searching for Thrawn. Ah, I you know, see. Okay, we assume yeah. to find Ezra. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, she was friendly with Ezra. I don't, they didn't, I think they did work together a few times. Okay. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, very excited for that. And yeah, uh, yeah that's going to be a TV show. Yeah. So also part of Rebels with Ezra, right? Ezra was like a young Force-sensitive kid. Yeah. And he joins the 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 crew of the Ghost. Okay. Which is, uh, I don't want to say driven, what's the word? Uh, piloted? Piloted, yeah. <laughs> okay. P- piloted by a lady named General Hera Sendula. Okay. Uh, her, like, husband or, like, boyfriend... Yeah. Is a guy named Kanan Jarrus. Okay. Who, spoiler alert, died in Rebels. <gasps> at the <laughs> at the end of Rebels, right? He's a blind guy. Or he became blinded. Okay. Right? But he was a, a Padawan when uh, Order 66 happened. Oh, right. So okay. he was teaching Ezra, like, the minimal things that he knew. He was passing it on to Ezra. Yeah. Right? Okay. And he dies and... Uh, um, there's a, a character called Sabine Wren... Okay. Who's a Mandalorian? Okay. She was a member of the 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 ghost as well. Right. Okay. And there was this. I don't. I can't remember what his name is. Like Zeb or something. But he's. I can't remember the species name. Okay. Uh, it looks like a Wookiee. Yeah. But we saw a live version, live action version of Zeb on the Mandalorian two weeks ago. Okay. So they've been slowly putting in the the rebels, uh, you know, in, into live action. Okay. Yeah. Right and. Uh, we found out that Mary Elizabeth Winstead is confirmed to be playing the live-action version of General Hera Sandula, joining Natasha Lou Bordizo as Sabine Wren and Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka Tano herself. This is Hera's first Star Wars appearance in live-action since since she debuted in the franchise. The return of Jedi Ezra Bridger was also teased in both the trailer and by the cast. So like I said, the Ahsoka stuff is probably to find Thrawn, yeah. which in turn is to find Ezra. Yes. So the Rebels team and... 
Ahsoka will probably be, you know, yeah. going together to find them. Yes, makes sense. <laughs> Number six, the cast of The Acolyte arrived at Star Wars Celebration 2023 alongside director Leslie Headland, who describes the series as Frozen meets Kill Bill. <laughs> Set during the High Republic era, new footage for The Acolyte was released showcasing Lee Jung Jae as a Jedi Master, as well as Daphne Keene's character, who looks to be a Sith assassin. Mm. Do you know who Daphne Keene is? Nope. Uh, I'm pretty sure she was... Uh, X-23 in, in Logan, Little Girl. All right, okay. All right. right. Yeah. Um, Carrie Ann Moss fights Amanda um, Amandla Stenberg before the teaser ends with 10 to 12 Jedi igniting their lightsabers, Ooh. some of which have yellow blades. Ooh. It was also revealed that the current Chewbacca actor, Yunus Sotomo, will star in The Acolyte. Sotomo has been cast as the series' new Wookiee Jedi. Ooh. It is unknown if this particular Wookiee will be the High Republic's Buriaga, who first appeared in Star Wars High Republic novels, or another Wookiee entirely for the Acolyte, which is set for a 2024 release. So that's next year. Yes. All right. Number seven, Jude Law is confirmed to be playing a Jedi in the exclusively revealed footage for Skeleton Crew. The trailer depicts a group of children on an Earth-like planet skipping school and encountering Law's Jedi, seemingly Mm. another survivor of Order 66. Carrie Condon is also set to star in the upcoming series, which is reportedly inspired by the classic movies from Steven Spielberg's Amblin Entertainment. Interesting. So, I assume, like, uh, Goonies, uh, what else (laughs) did Amblin make? Uh, E.T., yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. This this is the one I'm least <laughs> excited for. I don't know. It's um, just kind of meh. Yeah. Uh, and then number eight, as confirmed by Dave Filoni at the Clone Wars 15th anniversary panel, Tales of the Jedi has been renewed for a second season. While the six episode first season was split between Ahsoka Tano and Count Dooku, it's expected that a new season will be focused on two different Jedi. Oh, okay. So it's... It's not like a proper TV show. It's uh, it's like the animated shorts. All right. They're okay. like five to ten minutes each, and they. I, I know it says here Ahsoka and Dooku, but it, yeah. it was also a lot about Qui Gon. All right. Okay. Because look, Qui Gon was Dooku's apprentice. Yeah. Obi Wan was uh, Qui Gon's apprentice. Anakin yeah. was Obi Wan's apprentice, and Ahsoka was Anakin's apprentice. Yes. So there's like a lineage from dooku to ahsoka yes that's what they were showing in that show right okay so it, it was started by dooku and back ended by ahsoka but they they showed <laughs> obi-wan and they showed qui-gon and anakin so yeah uh yeah they also showed a lady named yaddle okay do you know who that is no nope. she's the female version of yoda species that oh, uh, right, we okay. see her in phantom minute she's part of the jedi council okay and then by episode two she's not there anymore Mm. So we see Dooku kills her <laughs> in, yeah. in between episode one and two. That's crazy. Spoiler alert. But yeah. Um, it would have been nice to have the alert before you said it. So I could myself. Yes. Yeah. All right. So that's all my news for the week. All right. Do you have any any other stuff? Uh, no, I've, I've sorted through all my depressing news for this week. All right. <laughs> well, there is another story, but uh, I don't, I didn't write it down, so I don't. I don't want to spread false information. Yeah, good idea not to. But let me just say. <laughs> so do you know who Justice Clarence Thomas is? No. He's a uh, he's on the Supreme Court in America. Okay. And he was caught like uh, on a luxury cruise with like somebody 
he could be perceived as him being bribed. Oh, I right? see. Yes. And uh yeah. Again, like Trump, nothing's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I just thought I'd mention that. Uh but yeah, that's right. it. Cool. So, can we get into the movie? Let's get into this movie. All right. So, Murder Mystery 2 in the context section, obviously a sequel to Murder Mystery. Who the thunk it? Yeah. Well, the original Murder Mystery was like a very critically panned movie okay. with like average scores of 4 out of 10 stars. Damn. Right. So, uh 4 or 5. Yeah. In okay. around there, right? And uh but it was very like highly watched. Yeah. I don't know what the word <laughs> to use is. That's just a lot of people watched it. Yeah. It had a big audience. Yeah, big audience, right? Yeah. Which is why <laughs> they <laughs> ran it back with the Murder Mystery 2. Yeah. So, we actually did a commentary for Murder Mystery 1, which will be going up roughly the same time as the uh, the podcast for Murder Mystery 2 and you can listen to our thoughts on that. Yeah, but that's only on Patreon. Yes, that yes, yes, yes. That's on Patreon. That's the important bit. Yes, it's only on Patreon. You have to subscribe to the Patreon to get that. Yeah. And uh but I can tell you this for free. Oh, the, no. This is way better than I mean, the first one was way better than this one. Yeah. <laughs> this is I, okay. I don't not way well, better, just I liked it more. Yeah. Uh, it, I, it was easier to follow as a murder mystery. instead of just as a movie if that makes not sense. just following it just made more sense yeah you know yeah uh but yeah do you want to start all right okay so uh, i mean it, it starts with nick and aubrey well audrey yeah yeah my bad <laughs> um we see them like so this is set four years after the original first movie mm. and um they they've decided in those four years to open up a private detective uh, agency. De- yeah, a private detective agency. And so they are PIs, but uh they're not very good ones. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. <laughs> the first 10 minutes is them failing pretty yeah, much. Yeah, but they they solve that first mystery and at the end of this one they solve this mystery. So, <laughs> but they, you know, they have a good record. <laughs> I understand there was a short montage that <laughs> tried to, you know, they it makes it seem hard because obviously it's hard, you know. Yeah. You have to put work in but uh yeah I get what you're saying <laughs> cuz they like in those four years I don't know how many cases they solved but it wasn't very many. Yeah. It's just these are the two big ones that they made the movies about. Yeah. And so, so we're not going to get a comic book with them. <laughs> <laughs> Beat up a child. <laughs> well, yeah. You know, anyway, so then they um they it, it's a very similar kind of scenario to the first movie where um they kind of want a holiday mm. and at the same time the maharaja from the first movie mm. he just happens to call them and uh he's okay it's not that important but i just want to say it because it's cool he's phoning them because he's on a jet ski mm. and uh he wants to invite them to a wedding at his private island also just sort of say this guy speaks like uh I don't know. A parody of a black person. What? This guy, the the Maharaja. The Maharaja. The way uh, he speaks, it's like Ali G in the house. <laughs> <laughs> he's always like doing a I don't know. Yeah, like a parody, like a exaggerated version of a a black person. <laughs> I would say it's it's a terrible road man impression. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. I yeah. I I don't know how I feel about that. That's uh I don't think it's necessarily of a parody of a black man specifically. All right. But just like someone from 
London, I guess. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. I just, uh, I don't know, like I said, Ali G. As <laughs> soon as I heard him speak, I'm like, this is very Ali G. <laughs> but yeah, carry on. Yeah. So anyway, they, um, they accept his whole thing and they are flown to the private island on their own personal helicopter <laughs> with uh, a pilot that doesn't speak English. Bro, oh, that's another dumb <laughs> part of this. That guy... I, I, but I know that guy. He's from uh, he's from Couples Retreat. Oh. He's like the yoga instructor who like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to fuck like all the wives. <laughs> but yeah. Yes, they are on that, that plane. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So then they... Um, they... They land and they're introduced to all the new characters. And uh, <laughs> it's my favorite joke of the movie. <laughs> like, uh, the, the animals all have uh, diapers on. Yeah. <laughs> so they don't shut around the place. <laughs> Bro. That was great. <laughs> but yes, carry on. So, anyway, they they meet all the new characters, such as Vic's uh, fiance Claudette, um, his business partner Francisco Perez. Yeah. Ooh, uh, sorry. Uh, yeah. he's, he seems to be like. Uh, a parody of Zinedine Zidane. Yeah. <laughs> they say he ended his career by headbutting somebody, yeah. which is yeah. Well, what happened to Zidane? So, Although, yeah. But that that's that's as far as it goes because his personality seems very different to yeah the public yeah. personality of Zidane. But yeah, yeah. that I was just like, <laughs> why? Why did they give him this backstory? <laughs> but yes. Mm. Uh, but it's also like a talent of his to headbutt people. Yeah. Like he... He knocks someone out later. Yeah. But, but then he... Yeah, but anyway, yeah. So then we're also introduced to his... Uh, Vic's former, former fiancé, Countess Siku, and her lady-in-waiting, Imani. I love how they describe her. They were like, you know, the laugh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> she has a fucked up laugh, bro. I don't know what to say. Yeah. We're also introduced to Sarah, Vic's sister, uh, Lou, Vic's bodyguard, and the colonel from the first movie, hmm. Colonel Lelenga. He was missing his hand, but yeah. now no. missing his arm <laughs> because yeah, he saved Vic from a an assassination, assassination attempt. attempt. Yes, yeah, mm. that's quite hectic. Yeah. Mm. So anyway, then they uh, they go into well, they have like their own kind of villa. Like each couple yes, gets yes. their own villa. And, um, yeah, they, you know, they get free iPhones, they <laughs> fangirl, and then, um, they have, like, a little kind of, uh, practice dance kind of thing. Mm. Before the actual wedding, they have a night of practicing, so that they the can... The rehearsal. Yeah. Yes, the rehearsal. <laughs> That's what it's called. <laughs> and at the rehearsal, they're doing, um, henna for the wedding, and they're also... Uh, henna, if you don't know, I don't know if our listeners know this. But um, henna is well, Mindy is uh, like a. It's kind of like a tattoo. Yeah, I I don't want to say it's a tattoo, but, but it's a non permanent tattoo. It's it's kind of like body paint. Yeah, and uh, well, um, later in the movie, Jen Fanson describes it as like a dye. 
Yeah, it is. It's a dye. Yeah, you, you paint on yeah, your skin. Yeah, you're dyeing your skin, not like hair or you know yeah. clothes or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and um, yeah, uh, yeah. That's all the important stuff we need to say about that. Mm. And um, they get kind of engrossed in a practice dance, and then uh, Vic wants his cool entrance. So the plan is for him to enter an elephant. Yeah, enter on an elephant, but um, when the elephant comes in. The person on top of the elephant is killed, mm. and uh, but did he die? Yeah, he dies. I'm pretty sure, like uh, when he comes up, like his eyes are open, and they said, "Oh, that's not Vic. That's uh, and then they they Lou. say like Lou or something. Yeah, it's Lou. And he opens his eyes. Guy. He gives like a very pain look, and then he like. Uh, so I thought like he fell asleep. No, I'm pretty sure he died. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> and um, they realize that Lou dying on top of the elephant. Is actually a ploy to lure them away from what's actually happening. Yeah. Well, Adam like, Sandler uh, yeah. is the only one who. Yeah. Adam Sandler picks it up. Yeah. And um, he uh, he he chases Vic. Oh yeah. Sorry, I didn't say Vic is getting kidnapped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, <laughs> that's what the distraction was for. <laughs> so mm. he um, he chases uh, Vic and the kidnapper down to like the. I don't know, the sea, the docks, mm. and uh, he watches them uh, kind of sail off while the kidnapper shoots well, at him. Well, yeah, he tried to stop it, but then the kidnapper just started shooting. Yeah. And then he watched them. Yeah. But yeah, 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 yeah. So then um, they they all go back to their rooms while they're, they're condo, what are they? Like, villas. Yeah, they're villas. And... Um, then there's the little scene where everyone's suspicious of everyone. And, <laughs> and they all come to the <laughs> <Yeah>. room. <laughs> Great scene. <laughs> I, and then like, um, so I think Francisco comes first. They put him in the cupboard. Yeah. And then uh, Claudette comes second. Yeah. And she wants to also go in the cupboard. And Adam said, like, no, no, it's too dark in there. <laughs> They hide over behind the coat rack. <laughs> it's too dark in there. <laughs> oh, that's such a dumb. <laughs> I would have just stopped. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> but yeah, I really like in both these movies. I really liked Adam Sandler. Yeah. Yeah, I love the Sandman. Yeah, he's great. Mm. Anyway. Yeah. So then uh, <laughs> they do all of that, and um, everyone's kind of sent back to their room. So, and I think Interpol is uh, called, I want to say it's Interpol, but I'm not sure if it is Interpol. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, the, uh, what's his name? Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. He works for Interpol. Yeah. Yes. I I don't know his name. I want to call it Mark Strong. (laughs) Well, he is Mark Strong. Yes, but whatever. His his name's like Colin Miller or something. All right. Connor Miller. Connor Miller. Miller. Yeah. All right. So then uh, <laughs> they're all on the beach the next day mm. and they're all stressing about it. And uh, Mark Strong makes a really cool entrance with the scuba suit. <sighs> I find him so insufferable. <laughs> <laughs> him and his whole squad. I find them so pretentious, but yeah, carry on. And they also realize that uh, Mr. Miller is the guy who wrote the book on being a private investigator mm. like that's that's the book that Nick and Audrey are studying mm. for their private investigator exam or whatever. Oh, well he wrote the test as well I'm pretty sure she says yeah I, I don't know maybe yeah it is possible I'm, I'm <laughs> sure Jennifer Anderson says that that this is the guy who wrote the test 
then yeah maybe it is yeah i don't know i clearly don't remember it that well. all right <laughs> yeah so then they um they have a little negotiation with the the people who kidnapped the the maharaja and um <laughs> it's also they I, have like a voice changer yeah and i was trying to hear and it's it seems to be like they took everybody's voices that's a suspect and put it as, as part of the you know voice mixing that's actually really cool well i, I don't mean, know if that's the the case or not it's just yeah what it, was, it sounded like to me when i watched when i was yeah. watching it but yeah it it would be really cool if that was the yeah. case yeah hmm. and um they are told to go to paris so that they can um deliver the ransom of 70 million dollars. Mm. Yeah, but for whatever reason the person only wants to talk with Nick and Audrey. Yeah. I don't know about that. I don't know why that happens. Yeah. But yeah, it's just what it is, I guess. And then uh oh yeah, this is also a callback to in the first movie when they are about to be arrested by the um the inspector de la Croix, yeah. de la Croix. They uh he said Nick says Audrey, you always wanted to go to Paris, talking about how they'd be locked up in a Parisian jail. Yeah. But now they they actually go to Paris to the Arc de Triomphe. Yeah. And um another bizarre scene. Yeah, I don't really understand it. Like they did explain it, but <laughs> <laughs> even then it's just uh <laughs> one of the things was that like Miller when he drives them there, he says, "Do not go anywhere else with them." Mm. And then They they immediately <laughs> yeah, they get into the van straight away and they are ready. <laughs> But who were those people? I don't know. All right, I'm assuming you watched the movie, right? Yes, I have. No. I'm oh, speak to the audience. <laughs> <laughs> the listeners. <laughs> Jesus. So can we speak frankly? Uh yeah. We I know how that. this turns out, right? Yeah, well, yes, we know. And uh listener, if you haven't watched the movie yet, Time to go watch it then Bro, come back. We've just been spoiling stuff. everything in every episode. Well, we, yeah. We spoil the end of end of like TV shows <laughs> we haven't <laughs> even listed in the discussion, but yeah. yeah. The we know this uh Mark Strong is the villain or yes. what one of the villains. Yes. Right? Yeah. So what was this? Who who are the people picking them up? I'm guessing it's some of Mark Strong's people. Yeah. And he like So I'm assuming it's like give them the ransom. Yes, but and that, then they deliver it to him. So if that was the plan, why did he have a bomb in the car to fake his own death? How why would he fake the death if the plan was I have no idea for you know his assistants to get the money. Yeah, I don't know. It's just a I I guess it takes him as a suspect even though he wasn't a suspect. Exactly. It takes him out of the equation. And it doesn't it doesn't make any sense, but the, the entire the entirety of Mark Strong's character Yes, should be removed from this movie. It would make the same amount of sense. In my opinion. It actually, it would it yeah. would make more sense. <laughs> because yeah. this guy he just shows up. Yes. And he was called. Yes. So it makes sense why he showed up. It's, yeah. it's not like uh there was no like um reason yeah or reason he would know about this. Yeah. The Maharaja. Yeah. So I it's if they had said like maybe okay Uh, again we're assuming you watched this yeah. the other culprit is Saira yes and it doesn't seem that they're working together yeah that's why i'm like yeah i don't i don't uh, actually maybe Saira like maybe, hired him but that's what i'm saying why didn't they ever tell us that i don't know 
It's uh, very it's, frustrating. It's one of those things that doesn't make any sense, but it just it is what it is. Yes. I guess. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Can we just go back? Okay. Um, you know when we were at the villa. Yes. We they keep zooming in on this knife. Yes. And we think it's gonna come up. Yes. But. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, at some point they uh, they realize they're being framed. Yes. Right. Yeah. And. That Mark Strong tells him that the footage is a deep fake. Yes. Of him holding the knife. Yes. Again, just no reason. <laughs> it just it plays no part in the the movie. Like, why would they be the ones doing it? I have no idea. I think they're just trying to reuse the formula from the first one. Uh, I don't know about that. And in the first one, they were framed, or they yeah. were under suspicion. Yeah. They so were... they have to find another way to get them under suspicion here. But I feel like that's very different because in the first one, Luke Evans invited them. So they were like, you know, outsiders that just randomly came in. But in this one, they are the Maharaja's friends. Yeah. Well, the that, sus- that's, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't even make sense that they... Uh, yeah. Big framed. Yeah. But eventually this... Uh, okay. Yeah. You know what? We'll get to that. Yes. All right. So then um, <laughs> they they then go to... A, well, they kind of, they're on their way to a secondary location. When a fight breaks out in the van, and uh, yeah, Adam Sandler's fucking them up with yeah, the he just, He's beating the dog shit out of them. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, yeah. And uh, they they crash into a little cafe. Yeah, which uh, yeah, I don't know why they had to crash into a cafe specifically, but well, I guess it's to see the the footage on the TV. Yeah. They needed a convenient place to <laughs> see it. Yeah. And it just happened to be playing as they crashed into that yeah. place, but whatever. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So they they like Presh said, they um the the deep fake comes through and uh Mark Strong also pulls through. Yes. And he's like this uh, is what happened. Alright, I'll take the, the, the briefcase. He yeah. goes and then <laughs> Jennifer Addis is like what if he's the bad guy and then it blows up? Yeah. And then it's like, okay, well, he can't be the bad guy. He just died. All right. So, I... Uh, so, Mark Strong knew that they were going to get away from the people. Yes. How? I guess. I don't know. Maybe maybe if they are his guys, mm. he told them not to put up that much of a fight and that's why Adam but they died <laughs> they fucking died <laughs> I don't know <laughs> this is not like Batman where you know that guy he dies because Bane tells him they're expecting another body yes you know do you remember yeah. that? yes <laughs> that uh, well what kind of there, there's no like implied like mind control that this guy has over his team or something yeah. that like there's, would make that happen but yeah there's no reason for them to die other than it looks cool for Adam Sandler so, to get hold of them okay so let's try work this out perhaps perhaps Syrah is the one who hired those guys as like mercenaries yes so they're not that good anyway yeah that but I mean <laughs> Mark Strong was hoping that see that's what I'm saying Mark Strong can't plan for this unless he's working with Syrah yeah in which case, why did those guys die? I don't know. Uh, but yeah, it's a very dumb plan. Yeah, it doesn't make much sense. Nevertheless, right? So he he gets into a like a hole in the car or something. Uh, a steel 
like an explosion-proof uh, yeah. shelter in the backseat. Yeah. Which... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And, and we see him immediately blow up, uh, you know, yeah. when... But whatever. Like let's he, he let's, closes the door and, and it and explodes. Yes. Let's assume, though, he managed to get in there. Yes. Then an, another mysterious figure comes. Yeah. Takes the bag. Yes. And they get hit by a truck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, so we know the person in the truck was... Imani. Yes. Heard the assistant who laughs fucked up. <laughs> right. Uh and um what so I assume the person that went to get get it out of the burning thing was one of his mates. Probably. Mark yes. Strong's friends. Yeah. Right. And then but I just still, I can't figure out who sent you know, the original band. Yes. Yeah. But I don't know. Nevertheless. Right? And then Yeah, I mean that the truck hitting someone is a callback to the first movie as well, where right at the end the tour bus hits. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it it didn't hit someone. It hit the the cafe. <laughs> Which, all right. But yeah. yeah. So then. Um, so yeah. Then they the inspector helps them track the truck. They they what do they they like ambush him at the theater. Yeah. And they force him to help them. Yes. And he, he's like, uh, my phone is in my pocket. That guy is very inappropriate, bro. Yeah. I, don't, I don't like the, you know, that kind of joke. Yeah. But um, anyway. Uh, they then go to the chateau and yeah. the countryside. Yes. And uh, Psiku and uh, Imani ambush yeah. them. Yeah. Where, where they... <laughs> You know, they say that they're not the kidnappers. They just wanted the money. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they double-cross each other. Yeah. And that problem sorts itself out. <laughs> <laughs> After being warned that... Uh, <sighs> Ima- uh, yeah, Imani would be double-crossed. She's like, no, it's fine. And then she gets shot. So, I mean, they warned her. And she still got shot. And again, this is another dumb bullshit. <laughs> why did they kill... Why did, why did she kill her assistant? Uh, to double cross her yeah but why that's it that's the only reason just to fit the trope of double crossing but that's what I'm saying if it it doesn't make sense if you're just doing it for because it's that's what happens in the genre then uh, yeah I I (laughs) don't actually know why yeah it's not done well yeah but yes so for whatever reason Siku kills Imani I understand Imani shooting back because yeah. it's like, okay, you kill me, I'm going to kill you. Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> right, yeah. fair enough. But the first, killing Imani, I just, it, zero sense. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But anyway, they escape, Nick and Audrey. Yeah. And they call the inspector. And uh, they yeah, request... I, I, I think we've been over this. <laughs> Have we? Yeah, because they ambushed him in the theater. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Okay. So they they call the, the the inspector, right? Right. And they request that Vic oh, be brought to right. Never mind. My the, the Eiffel Tower. Yes. That's not the opera. Yeah. Right. This is the restaurant on the first level. Of yes. Eiffel and yes. Vic appears with the bomb strapped to his chest. Yes. And <laughs> this was a very good scene. <laughs> The right. suspense that holds. Yes. yes. And Adam Sandler just like <laughs> holding his ground. <laughs> like, I was just half waiting for him like, to, to explode. <laughs> for Vic to explode. But uh, thankfully, yeah. Adam Sandler actually read the book. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, uh, that guy. Shit, this cat's running past. Oh, well. 
So <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry for that peek behind the curtain. Although, yeah, the curtain is open. That's why I can see these cats. <laughs> so, it's literally a peek behind uh, the curtain. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, let, let's get back to this. Right, right. Okay. Yes. So he explains. Mark Strong explains his plan, which uh, you know. Yeah. Makes no sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he he only explains the last part, which is he faked his death by hiding in a bomb-proof titanium chamber. Yes. Right. Yes. He doesn't explain how. <laughs> <laughs> you know the rest of it, how they got to that point. Yeah. So again, I still that beginning part where, where they, they get, get in the they van get in the van they, makes yes. no. I I still haven't put that together. It just seems very convenient for them. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure Mark Strong had the the briefcase, right? Yes. So why did he uh, to fake his own death? <laughs> That's literally the only reason I can think of. I guess. Yeah. All right. And then uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know the, the, this lady from Twenty uh, Two Jump Street. Yes. She shows up. Yeah. She's the. <laughs> <laughs> this is another great joke, bro. She's just there. <laughs> that she's like, we agreed to meet on this day ten years if we never found love. <laughs> It's the most tense hostage negotiation you've ever seen. Uh, too hectic, bro. But anyway, uh, yeah, yeah, just uh, there's a lot of weird like shenanigans with like this harness that yeah. they jump up and down like a bungee. Yeah. <laughs> and they go up and down and yeah. uh, you know shooting each other. Yeah, and uh, it's it's just uh, like a regular fight scene, I guess. Mm. There's not much. Well, the Audrey gets thrown up to the top floor yeah. with this bungee jump, whatever thing. Yeah. The, the thing, whatever. Uh, Adam Sandler follows her. Yeah. Uh, well, he goes up the stairs and he, uh, yeah. you know, kills yeah. <laughs> kill, kills the henchman and yeah. then uh, destroys the detonator. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mark Strong throws off the the tower. Yeah. And uh, and then she's hanging there by the, uh, the bungee cord. Yes, and she like swings to yeah. get it, which. Good thinking. Yeah. Like, I really don't have a strong opinion of uh, Jennifer Aniston in, okay. in these movies. She's just kind of there. Yeah. She doesn't like. There's no like really memorable moments or. Yeah. It's, like I said, the only person I really like is Adam Sandler. <laughs> 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 like uh, a lot of his jokes <laughs> just hit, bro. They just. Uh, it's like. Uh, what's it called when it's like hit after hit after hit after hit just. All right, but his hit rate was very high. <laughs> that, that, that's what I'm trying to say here, right? But everyone else is just uh, yeah, that's that's a bit me. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, uh, so then yeah. Nick and Miller fight. Yes, and, and uh, I mean that's kind of cool, but me, <laughs> it's just kind of <laughs> look. The thing is. We've just this past couple of weeks. We've just been watching John Wick. So yeah. <laughs> we've been seeing unbelievable action scenes, and then like this very like uh, I don't know awkward like uh, you know <laughs> just shuffling in between. <laughs> just not as good, bro. Yeah, I just have to say, it's yeah, it's it's just kind of a fight scene that happens. Yeah. yeah. So Nicky opens the briefcase, throws the money. Yeah. <laughs> Mark Strong is like, "Fuck, <laughs> what do I do now?" Yeah. Anyway, uh, while that's busy happening, the group in the restaurant are busy tending to Vic and Delacroix. 
Mm. And there's a point where like it, it disarms. Yeah. And then, uh, when like Nick does something, right? Yeah. It disarms and then rearms <laughs> it. And they all start panicking. <laughs> and uh, yeah, there is a lot of like good humor in this, but it's just plot-wise it makes no sense. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, the criticism of Adam Sandler. We spoke about this in the murder mystery yeah. commentary, but uh, which you be- can find on Patreon. Bears repeating. Uh, a lot of people say that Adam Sandler just makes movies. A lot of the movies he makes are just to go on holiday with his friends. <laughs> yeah. So, like for this one, it was the Caribbean and it was France. Yeah. In the first murder mystery, it was also France and... Uh, no, it was Monaco. Yeah. Well, Monaco is part of France. No, they are. Uh, <laughs> Monaco is its own country. Well, it's a principality. You know what I'm saying. It's yes. right there. Okay, yes. Sure. That's my point. Not sure. that. <laughs> All right. Monaco in Italy. Yes, Monaco in Italy. The point of these murder mystery movies is for him to have a holiday overseas. Which, yeah, which he's doing. And you know what? I'm not mad. You know what? <laughs> if you want to just have a good holiday and... And the thing is, his characters are good in this, so I can't like even blame him. He's, uh, I, just, he's having a good time and making money doing it. Yes, I, I'm not going to blame him. You know... The rest of you, you can, <laughs> you can be angry at the Sandman, but not me, right? I love the Sandman. Anyway, <laughs> where were we? So while they're disengaging the bomb, yeah. Oh, we forgot to mention that Delacroix got shot. Yeah, yeah, by Mark Strong, right at mm. the. And we also forgot to say that he loves to blow cigarettes. Up. <laughs> <laughs> well, we see that a lot in the first movie. Yeah, but we should have mentioned it because. Uh, he uses the skill to like, <laughs> to <laughs> like uh, I, I don't know what's what. Yeah. Not entice, but entice to Susan. seduce. Yes, seduce. <laughs> to seduce Susan. <laughs> She's like, oh my god, look at these circles. <laughs> and then like, uh, she's taken to the hospital or something, and yeah. uh, Nick says something. I can't remember what he says, and he's like, well, that's. The, lo- the magic of Paris or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> that gave me a good laugh. But, yeah. Um. Anyway, back to the actual fight scene. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, uh, well, Audrey comes back up. Yes. And then... Um, Throws Mark Strong <laughs> off the, the top into the, like, uh, <laughs> the blades helicopter the blades. <laughs> and it, like... <laughs> That was very upsetting, bro. I was just imagining the <laughs> helicopter, you know, like tearing that guy apart. But anyway, returning to the restaurant, Audrey mistakes Sarah's darkened hand for blood. Yeah. Right. But Sarah insists a henna smear during the commotion. Yeah. And then this, this is, is this is where Audrey's, uh, you know, skills senses tingle. Oh yeah, well, skills as a. <laughs> I want as to say a, dentist, but no. <laughs> as a dentist. As a hair... Hairdresser. Hair dentist. <laughs> as a hairdresser, she knows that dye, uh, you know, yeah. specific dyes like henna, when they when they set, they... Uh, they don't smear. They don't smear. Yeah. When it's done, it's done. Yes. And, well, she must have... Uh, she must have smeared it at some other time. And what time was that? It might have been <laughs> when she... Uh, ushered the elephant into the room and killed Lou. Hmm. Hmm. You know, I never saw that. Like, like they. I think they added a scene mm-hmm. of her putting the uh, stained... Uh, the Like the cloth. Yeah, the stained cloth there. Yeah. Because uh, when it initially happened, I don't remember that. 
Yeah. I remember Jen Aniston taking a picture. Yeah. I don't remember seeing Yeah, seeing somebody drop a Yeah. a cloth. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I know I brought that up. I uh, meet her. Oh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> It's yeah, so she puts two and two together and realizes that Sarah was the, you know, second killer. Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> I don't know. Right. Well, the conspirator. Sure. The the one who conspires mm. to uh, kill man. Vic. How many cats were there? That's oh. the that's right. the third one to run past. <laughs> yes, tonight. that's what I'm like. What were these guys doing? <laughs> they were having a cat orgy <laughs> on the other oh, side. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Let's get back to the movie. <laughs> so right. anyway, um, Sarah is she is the conspirator mm. working with Mark Strong because she was upset that Vic's parents gave him control of the company. And I'm gonna say it right. To kill him. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, this guy's a dipshit. This is an unbelievable dipshit, bro. <laughs> She's totally right to to kill him. <laughs> She she did nothing wrong. I'm just going to say Sarah did nothing wrong. Wait. She she tried to assassinate him in Mumbai and that's why they took away her her thing, her claim to the company. I don't know. That's why Alenga lost his whole arm instead of just his hand. You know, when I don't think they did that. I think they just gave it to him. I think she tried to kill him. I um and that was uh I don't think those two I think there was a consequence of I'm not being uh rewarded not because of I I want to say it's both Okay, I need to watch the movie again. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's I'm pretty sure so she tried to kill him here and this was her second attempt. And with the second attempt she got Mark Strong uh, involved. What do you mean here? She tried to kill him here? So at the wedding at the no but she killed blue yeah but i mean that all right like he was meant to be on the elephant <sighs> oh no this is strange why would she have him on the elephant if she no was... no why would she have him kidnapped if uh yeah see she could she would just want to kill him i don't know that's why i'm saying bro this this plot is so fucking dumb maybe she was like I guess backstage or wherever the elephant was, right? Mm. And she tried to kill Vic, mm. but then Lou got in the way and she stabbed Lou. Mm. And then whoever it was, I guess Mark Strong, took Vic away and she put Lou on the elephant. I don't know, dude. I don't like that. Yeah, I, it's I, a, I don't like it. It's a very clunky story. Yeah. It, not a lot of it makes sense. It's just kind of it happens cuz they feel like it should happen and there's no other reason it's another cat i don't think i've ever seen that cat before that's the one that ran past when you first got distracted you went around the house it, yeah it might have done oh my god all right anyway yeah stop getting distracted <laughs> you the one who's uh, <laughs> look at the cats so anyway sara tries yeah. to shoot vic again but the colonel um blocks it and uh, he loses his other <laughs> which <laughs> i don't know we uh if you've been listening to like the past couple of weeks podcasts and the commentaries on patreon you you'll realize the pattern here yeah. my co-host makes fun of the disabled <laughs> right 
I don't know what's so funny about somebody <laughs> getting shot and losing their arm. He's, uh, he just seems to be having a ball right now. He's he's chuckling to himself like uh, this is the funniest thing in the world. It's it's pretty hectic, bro. He was about his friend was about to die. He jumped in front and he he lost another arm. What what is the joke? <laughs> you love to make fun of the disabled, bro. This is wild. Oh, but anyway, carry on. So then eventually um Claudette well not eventually like almost immediately after Sarah tries to shoot Vic Claudette comes in with the briefcase which is now empty because they've emptied all the money mm-hmm. and she knocks her out she just hits on the back of the head and she's gone and then so again if Sarah just killed Vic yeah. she would be in charge of the company yes there'd be no need to <laughs> to plan an elaborate scheme with to get strong. 70 million. Yes, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <sighs> I I don't really know. All right. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> at the end of all of this, Vic and Claudette decide to elope. Hmm. And so they give Nick and Aubrey 10 million dollars uh, for like a just a, a retreat, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> to treat to treat themselves. Hmm. Yeah. But and here's another even fucking dumber thing, right? <laughs> So the guy the guy from couples retreat yes. comes and gives them the briefcase. Yes. With the 10 million. Yes. Then he's their helicopter pilot. Yes. And he steals it from them. Yes. Why didn't he steal it? What he had it. Why did he go to them? He should have just made off the first time. <laughs> This thing is so dumb. I'm guessing it creates a third movie. But uh yeah. in what way? I don't know. They like they scramble to get the controls and then they have to get their 10 million back. <sighs> But it's not that interesting. Yeah, I don't know. It it's just they friends with the the guy, the Maharaj. Who's like a billionaire, bro. He can yeah. spare another 10 million. Yeah, he'll be fine. It's this is so <laughs> this is so silly. <laughs> and for that guy, the the twist to be that guy was not a you know, <laughs> Because like I'm pretty sure when they asked him where are you from, he said like uh, European or <laughs> something like that. <laughs> it was like he didn't speak English. Yeah, and then it turned out he spoke English. Yeah, yeah. it's so dumb. It's one of those cliches as well. So again, and sorry to spoil more movies, but oh, no. <laughs> I really feel like these two murder mystery movies kind of map one to one with the Knives Out movies. Yeah. Fairly similar, right? So again, spoiler alert. <laughs> But in the first murder mystery and the first uh, Knives Not Out, so. they were just classic uh, actual murder mysteries. Murder mysteries, who done it? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and they're done in a, in such a way that they give you enough clues, yeah. so you can piece it together. Yeah. And then in Murder Mystery Two and Knives Out Two, uh, Glass Onion, yeah, it's. There's like a third act twist that you could never have predicted. Yeah. You it, could never have predicted that Mark Strong was uh still alive. Yeah, still alive, but also that he was part of this. Yeah. Because like why would you? Yeah. They it you need to have a motivation for it. He yes. just and you could say oh well he's doing it for the money, but like he's a, a well-known like <laughs> author like uh, uh, you know it doesn't really make sense his motivations and same with Sarah you know you're saying yeah. the motivation yeah if she just killed him which yes. was her initial plan that she tried to kill him in mumbai right yeah she would be in charge of the board because her parents are also dead right yeah the business sorry the the she yeah. she'll be in control over the business yes 
But what this elaborate kidnapping plot is for only seventy million. Yeah. What would you know? What would she get out of that? Yes, that's yeah. why I, I'm like oh, the motivations are all over the place. It's not even a good mystery where you could follow along and try to yeah. figure it out yourself. It's just, it's just a mess. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, again, I like the humor. Yes, but uh, plot-wise, uh, atrocious. Yeah, uh, some of the acting not great. Yeah. Um, yeah, I gave it a five out of ten. That's reasonable. And I gave the first murder mystery a six. Okay. So yeah. like like I said, then it's not a huge d- difference. Yeah. But definitely, I definitely prefer the first one way more than this one. Yeah. I think the first one had more to go off of, like you said mm-hmm. just now. Yeah. This. This was just all over the... It's like nobody thought this through. Yeah. It's like they were like, and then this happens, and then this happens. They would, And then they didn't go back to see if they had set that thing up. Yeah. <laughs> they. It's kind of just... They wrote out a script with all the things that they wanted to happen, and they just kind of mushed it together mm. instead of making something coherent. Mm. And, uh, yeah, your rating, your ranking. Yeah, I mean, I would say it's like a six... Mm. just because I really enjoy the comedy mm. aspect of it and just like the fun because mm. even though it makes no sense it's just a bit of fun mm-hmm. yeah sure yeah cool I think uh, we're done here on to the recommendations recommendations for this week do you want to start? yeah sure I can so um, recently I've been watching Record of Ragnarok Record of Ragnarok yeah so right. it's, uh, it's an anime series, but okay. um, yeah, it's uh, it's basically the general idea is that the gods, like all the gods, so you know, like in Thor, they have that like Colosseum thing with yeah. all the gods. Uh, it's from the different pantheons, yeah, yeah like yeah. the Greek pantheon and the yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. So it's it's basically it starts with a meeting like that. Mm. And they, all the gods are deciding if they want to kill humans <laughs> as like an entire species. Oh not. my god! Yeah, do a Ragnarok, as it were. Yeah. Okay. And so they, um, then someone pitches the idea that they should, the gods should fight to the death with mm. the strongest humans ever, mm. and that's basically the entire story. And so it's, I think it's well, like 10 episodes. Okay, could you give me like a, a sample of who, uh, who, who's like one of the, the gods? I mean, who's one of the humans that fight? <laughs> so there's a lot of like um, Asian kind, not, I don't want to say deities, but like, you know, like really high, the um, spoken of. Like who? Like, uh, I don't know their names, but there's, <laughs> okay, wait. Is Nikola Tesla, who's oh, okay? Uh, yeah, it's it's kind of like out of the box weird, not like actually strong humans. Mentally strong. Yeah, they uh, they just they do it in a way that you don't expect who you're getting, mm. but then it happens and it's pretty cool. All right. Yeah. Sounds interesting. It yeah, it is quite interesting. Record of Ragnarok. Yes, that is the one. It's an anime. How many episodes? I think it's like ten. Alright. Yeah. Have a look. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe else? No, that's it from my side. 
What about you? Uh, as I was saying, I listened to a podcast called Blank Check. Yeah. And we've been going through it, you know, week by week. Danny Boyle. Yeah. So this week's that, that I watched, that it's actually... We're recording this on Monday, so... The, I was actually supposed to watch one yesterday, but <laughs> I, yeah. didn't, I didn't have time. So the previous week's one was 127 hours. All right. I remember this movie because it's about... Uh, 127 hours. Yes. <laughs> uh, James Franco. All right. He gets trapped underneath the rock. Underneath the rock? Yeah. Well, his arm is underneath the rock. Oh, just... Okay. So he's trapped in, in this, like, canyon. Okay. And he's there for 127 hours. Wow. That's a long time. And he cuts his arm off. Ooh. So, I was... Like, this came out in, like, 2009, I would say. 2009, 2010, like, in around there. Okay. And I was, like... 13 okay. I don't like Like gory things yeah. I still don't Yeah right? That is true You don't Every time we see Like we did the John Wick commentaries <laughs> And every single one of them I was just like Oh my god This is so upsetting oh. <laughs> Every time I laughed yeah. You squealed Bro Somebody You put You put like a A pencil in someone's eye You <laughs> <laughs> just oh. <laughs> He killed two yeah. guys With one pencil Bro He <sighs> It's it's so upsetting. But anyway, the I just thought, why would I want to watch this fucking thing? He's he's gonna cut his arm off, <laughs> right? So I just never did. But I, I, it was like nominated for Oscars. Like I was culturally aware of it. Okay. But yeah, great movie. Okay. Uh, I gave it eight out of ten. That's pretty decent. Mm, pretty good. Because yeah. uh, you you don't think that premise is gonna last. <laughs> like yeah. you you think it's a, you know you'd get bored of him. Uh, yeah. Being just trapped underneath the rock, but it's uh, Danny Boyle adds his like uh, signature humor and like uh, okay, yeah, his directing style gives a lot of uh, it changes the pace a lot, so you don't get too bored in okay. the canyon. Yeah, hmm. it just seems like a very kind of uh, like one man play kind of thing. Yeah, because it's just him trapped under a rock. Yes. But, uh, yeah, definitely something I'll mm. be looking for in the yeah. future. This week's episode is, uh, fuck, Trance. Huh? It's called Trance. T-R-A-N-C-E. Okay. Yeah. Like, you're in a trance. Yes. Makes right? sense. Uh, and I think, like, trance music. Right. Uh, I don't know what it's about. <laughs> so. <laughs> nice. Okay. Yeah, you know, cool. going in blind. I'm probably going to watch this after we're done, yeah. All right. Um... But yeah, I I know last week I said I was watching Succession. Yeah. I actually haven't watched anything further <laughs> after episode five. I just, I'm still on episode five. But I did watch another TV show. Okay. It's called Happy Endings. I see. Yes. yes. You watched a little bit of it with me, right? I did watch a little bit. We watched bit a few episodes yeah. last night. But yes, three seasons. Uh, I think they're like 20-ish episodes long. Mm, so yeah. like 60 total Okay. Actually, I think maybe the first season has less, but whatever. Criminally underrated uh, comedy TV show from the early 2010s. Yeah. It's... Uh, I think it's, it's it's a bit sitcom-y. Yeah, well, yeah, it's a sitcom. Okay, that so, does make sense. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, sit, sitcom stands for situational comedy. Oh, so, yeah, I it's see. A comedy, you know... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, it is in but, fact a sitcom. Yes, yes. but the uh, people barely talk about that show. 
Yeah, I I hadn't heard of it until you pulled it up. Yes, I watched it on TV like uh, at the time. Yeah, <laughs> back in the yeah. day. Yes, well, um, don't say it like that. <laughs> it was just uh, when it was on TV. I'll <laughs> say that in like 2011. All right. Uh, but yeah, it should be in the same like. I have it in the same like pantheon or like tier as like Thirty Rock. All right. Like. Uh, Trying to think what else. <laughs> Other things that uh, yeah. Other things on that tier. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, stuff like I don't like. Oh, well, not that I don't like, just I think people rate too highly. Yeah. Like Parks and Rec. Okay. And like The Office. Yeah. Friends. Yeah. All those like, uh, I don't know. But like, yeah. Yeah. There's way better shit. <laughs> that, that's my point. And, uh, Community is one of those. That's that's what I was trying to think of. Yeah, community and this were like roughly around the same time. Came out at the same time. Community is great. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, yeah. Cool. So I think that's it. Yeah. Oh, also. Oh, oh sorry. Just um, yeah. Yo, yeah, you you say it while I'm looking at this. Uh, Claudette in this movie. Yes. Melanie Laurent. Yes. Also known as Shoshana. <laughs> Glorious bastards. Yeah, that's what it's called. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that thing. Yes, au revoir, Shoshana. Yes. Mm. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. Well, I want. I, re- I want to rewatch Entourage. All right. I have it <laughs> loaded up there. What's that about? It's so it's loosely based off Mark Wahlberg's life. Oh, right? okay. It's, uh, it was executive produced by him. Okay. It's uh, stars uh, Adrian Grenier. Okay. You don't know who that is. No. Look, everyone in the show was only famous for this show. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no one made it bigger elsewhere. <laughs> uh, well, I guess maybe like Jeremy Piven. But yeah, uh, whatever. The The point is, they were like... He was like a big actor and they were his entourage. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. So like his manager and there's a guy's name is Turtle was like... A, he was just their friend. He like uh, drove them around in church. Okay. His older brother was also an actor who like gave him advice. Okay. So it was just like... And it's like everything worked out for them. Oh, no. Every single episode. <laughs> no matter, like, uh, you know, what the stakes were. Yeah. Uh, like, whatever he wants, he'll get. And if he doesn't want what he... I mean, if he doesn't get what he wanted, yeah. he'll get something else that was way better than what, <laughs> what he wanted. It's just, like, uh, wish fulfillment. All right. And he's okay. just, like... Uh, it's always like he's always having sex with the hottest chicks <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> uh, it was uh, very funny uh, it went from like 2004 to like, I think maybe 2012 yeah and then like they, they made an entourage movie in 2015 oh nice okay oh, yeah it's by the way the movie. yeah by the way yeah. I think they made a second movie as well oh damn two movies yes but it doesn't matter. Yeah. The key thing is this is not a good show. <laughs> this is <laughs> okay. This is like uh, I don't know a guilty pleasure for me. Right. <laughs> <It> was, uh, <laughs> I see. When I was in a teen, I used, uh, I used to watch this and like think this is so dumb. <laughs> and like uh, I my, my instincts were right. This is <laughs> this is dumb, but yeah. It has stayed the same yeah. throughout all these years. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, and there's like a lot of like I think uncomfortable like homophobic stuff Ugh. Jeremy Piven like he's a not a lawyer like a, a high profile kind of agent yeah and his assistant is a guy named Lloyd 
who's like a gay Chinese guy. Right. And he's either shouting homophobic or racist stuff at him. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. So yeah. That, that kind of stuff is a little bit hectic. But, Don't uh, like that. Yeah. It's a pretty great show otherwise. We do not support homophobia on this podcast. Yes, I don't. I don't know about my co-host. I also do not. I don't support homophobia. All right. But I definitely don't. But uh, right. you may, but I don't. Definitely. I also do not. We can only say for sure that I don't. But <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, yeah. All right. I think we're done here. That we are. All right, then. Oh, shit. I just turned around and... There's the, all the listeners. <laughs> I didn't see you there. <laughs> I just, I forgot, you know, you walked in. <laughs> you kept quiet this whole time. I just forgot you were here. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah. Uh, oh, so I guess that's it. Remember to like, yes. comment, oh. subscribe, rate on your preferred platform. That's what I was going to say. Uh, like it, favorite it, do Th- all of the good stuff. Thank you for listening. Yes, also that. We appreciate you listening. We do. Thank you for all that support. Tell a friend. Yeah. Or two friends. Or make new friends to tell. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have to, you know, follow up with plans. You just need to tell them about it. That's that's the only thing you need to do. (laughs) All right. Uh, And yeah, review. And please be sure to make that five stars. Yeah. Right. Four and a half, you're fucking dead to me. <laughs> like, I won't. <laughs> I, I, I don't want you at my funeral. <laughs> you give me four and a half stars. That's it. That's it, buddy. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, most importantly, check us out on Patreon. Yeah. We've been mentioning it throughout, but uh, we've done a bunch of commentaries that are going up. Yeah. This Exclusively week. Exclusively on Patreon. Exclusive. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of other <laughs> damn son where'd you find that one at our Patreon <laughs> what other stuff do they say on radio <laughs> um, I don't know man I don't listen yeah. to the radio <sighs> neither do I but anyway um, yeah you, you'll find a bunch of commentaries this week's will be original recipe murder mystery you know to go along with our murder mystery 2 pod yeah. And uh, I don't know what we're doing next week. We'll figure that out. Yes. In the next week or so. Uh, we should try to, you know, like tell them in advance so like they can watch. Yeah. So they don't find out on the day yeah. <laughs> when it comes out. Like, uh, Well, hmm. that's why we have socials, which you can find at paceup-pod.github.io slash site, S-I-T-E. Hmm. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. So uh, we'll let you know on there. And... That's it. Au revoir. Shoshana. <laughs>